curious, competitive, compassionate. Salespeople are drawn to their careers in much the same way musicians are drawn to music. Once you've learned the language of sales, the beauty is in your ability to personally interpret what you've learned to suit your personality, your interest, and your skill. My name is Roger Burnett, and this is the So You're In Sales podcast, where we consider ways to grow as people as we advance in our careers and learn firsthand from those ahead of us on the path to accelerate our journey. I'm lucky to get to talk every two weeks with entrepreneurs, business owners, thought leaders, authors, and people of all walks of life, each with a unique story to share and a look at their lessons along the way. Prepare to be educated, informed, entertained, and inspired. This is the So You're In Sales Podcast. The So You're In Sales Podcast is sponsored by Social Good Promotions. Social Good Promotions was founded on the premise that any business can stand out from their competition when they are doing things they really believe in. True success these days is measured by the ways your employees feel about working for you and the ways your business is making the community a better place. Ultimately, it's about the ways you and your business will be remembered. If you're looking to grow your sales revenue while activating social good at the same time, we'll be your favorite marketing partner ever. Book a meeting with us at socialgoodpromotions.com, follow us on Instagram at sogoodpromo, and let's get connected. We've done great work using our unique and effective strategy. Let us show you how. Now, on with the show. Today, I have the really good fortune to be joined by Brennan Scanlon. Brennan is an Ascentive franchise owner, a keynote speaker and trainer, as well as an executive director for Business Network International, or BNI, a referral marketing expert. Brennan provides keynote speeches, workshops, trainings, all over the place. Like I, if if you look on his website, you can. He's in a new town almost every day, and he's busy meeting new people all the time. Uh, speaks to trade associations, chambers of commerce. He's uh, recently a co-author of Avoiding the Networking Disconnect and the Three R's to Reconnect with the Man Himself, Dr. Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI. Three times ranked in the top ten ten uh, percent of directors nationally, as voted on by his peers in the community. Brennan has also three times been inducted into the BNI Founder Circle as nominated by his peers and approved by Dr. Ivan Meisner himself. Brennan's been named in the 2012 class of 40 under 40 by the Cincinnati Business Courier, and that award recognizes top 40 young professionals across the city of Cincinnati, and he's since returned to the Business Courier as a guest columnist. Over the past 18 years, Brennan has been training salespeople and entrepreneurs how to harness the power of word of mouth to grow their business, and his mission is to teach people how to create referrals for life by creating the richest relationships of their lives. He's husband to Katie. He's an active outdoorsman. I've seen him on a motorcycle, on a camper, on a boat. I've had the good fortune of sharing a a cigar and some bourbon with Brennan along the way. Yeah. I'm really, really excited to have him join us. Welcome, man. Well, thank you, Roger. I got to tell you, that's uh, it's it sounds so uh, flattering. Some of the accomplishments, uh, and I've always told people I've not uh, been given any natural talent more than anyone else. The only thing I've been given is opportunity and and the common sense to uh, follow a path when it's made available to me. 
But my my favorite accomplishment was the one you kind of alluded to, uh, and that was the ability to uh, to work hard enough that you get to get away, get down to one of the beautiful lakes in the great state of Kentucky, which I know Michigan's got some gorgeous ones too, and uh, shared some good time on the water with with family and friends. Quite honestly, it's been too long. We need to do that again. You betcha, man. Uh, I think uh, Memorial Day, we might uh, 2018, we might have to put that together. No doubt about it. Come on down. You got it. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so you ready to kick this thing off? Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, you know, I was joking around with you before we got started when we were saying, you know, when you think of the term BNI in that acronym, you know, I, I think if we surveyed 20 people on the street right now and said, do you know BNI, that, you know, most of them would say yes, but if you surveyed them further to ask them what it meant to them, you'd probably get 17 different answers. So yeah. before we even get into the rest of that, I wanted to give you a moment mm-hmm. to sort of talk about what BNI is today and you know, clear up some of those misconceptions and maybe even share a few things that someone who maybe isn't clear on what BNI is might be surprised to know. Sure. I appreciate that. And, and I think like anything, I would want to talk about why BNI is today. Uh, real quick, before I talk about what BNI is today, here's a fact: we we know that there are essentially four ways to grow your business. In summation, one, uh, traditional marketing and advertising, of which I know you are a guru at. Two, uh, public relations, which is a great thing, but it can be a t- challenging thing to uh, quantify. Three, which don't get me started, cold calling. Uh, there's always one out there who loves it. Uh, but everybody hates to receive them, let's be honest. And then the fourth and most powerful, and that is word of mouth marketing, which is now more regularly known as referral marketing. So why does BNI even exist? 240,000 people worldwide, millions of referrals change hands, billions of dollars are passed. Why? Why would so many people go to these meetings and do this? Because they know what Nielsen put out in 2011 is one of the surveys that I always go back to, and that is, to what extent do you trust the following forms of marketing and advertising? And no matter how good you are or how much you um, uh, are, are a proven entity in your, in your market, um, traditional marketing and advertising usually has a trust uh, factor based on what the, these consumers say, business consumers too, of anywhere from 20 to 50%. Even if your radio, billboards, TV, print, did all this stuff is great, there's only so much trust you can gain from traditional marketing and advertising because it's your dollar that's doing the work, less of you. It's when you get into, and this is where you'll appreciate this comment, new things like Angie's List and Yelp and Home Advisor up to recommendations on social media, up to, hey, Roger, I need a financial planner because I'm, I'm transferring my job. Who do you know? That's 92%. So everything I just said from digital good uh, online reviews to consumerism online to uh, word of marketing, the trust factors are 60 to 90%. So it's, it's, it's a fact that people uh, who put in more work on their own, who show up, who create relationships and who follow through – get more and better referrals. So, you know, I, I don't even want to start with what BNI is because here's what people say. Um, you got to go to this meeting it's once a week. It's 90 minutes. They're going to create an attendance uh, issue if you don't make it and you got to stand up and you got to say I have a referral. Those, those, are the, those are the things that, yes, we call the features of BNI. But what are the benefits? Here's the truth. What if you could have 25, 35, or 45, in some cases 50 people, exclusive industries 
who focus on your business every week where you get to stand up, you train them, they train you, and then there's a section of the meeting where you say, I have a referral for someone in this room today. I, I challenge anyone to find a recipe that's better than that, and that's what BNI is today. Now, what has it done better than it used to? And I know you remember in the past, we've got an internationally communicated multi-language app that gives us real-time ability to set one-to-ones, thank each other for closed business, uh, prepare referrals, connect past referrals between chapters and regions. We've got new technologies like BNI University, which is being rolled out in 2018, which will allow members to get educated, which small businesses don't do enough on everything from sales to to networking. Um, It's got beautiful um, uh, technology and graphics that we never used to have. So BNI today is, is, uh, is a new organization, but I would caution anybody out there that thinks, well, I tried that and, and maybe it wasn't for me. Here's what you have to know. Every BNI chapter is different and every makeup of professionals are different. Yeah. So you've really got to find the one that is uh, combined with your industry and your personality style so that you can make the most of it for you. Gosh, you the right out of the shoot with just firing cannon shots. Good job. Well, so just a couple things I want. So um, I think that dig, from the digital marketing perspective, that you, you see a number of people working on trying to create a personal brand, and I believe that you yourself, you know, Brent, BrennanScanlon.com, personal brand, and you, you're able to showcase your ability to anyone who might be interested in knowing more about you. But when you talk about personal brand, digital is really just a pillar of that because it starts with personal, which is yourself, your physical being. And if you're not engaged physically with other members of a tribe, then you're leaving a huge portion of what you're trying to do from a personal brand perspective off the table. So be it a BNI chapter, a, a trade association, you know, a, a marketing group. I mean, if you're not participating physically in some peer community, then you're you're failing. And it, you know, it's important for people to understand that. And then, I think from the chapter perspective, you know, the way I look at it is, my tribe, if you will, is not necessarily geographically located all in the same place. My my tribe is all over the place, but. If I was looking to form a tribe geographically, what better place to start than to look around the BNIs in town and decide of the people that are in those groups who most closely looks like the tribe that you want to be a part of so as yeah. to fast forward the process, right? So yeah. um, I, I you know, strongly suggest it to anyone who feels like they're missing that part of re- – because at the end of the day, personal branding really is meant to be the bridge to referrals. And, and if you create another mechanism by which you give yourself the option to get referrals, I think that's a good thing. And Roger, let me also, first of all, I wish, I wish more people understood it in the way that you do and separate the process from the people. BNI is simply a process. If you, if you can identify the right people who maybe also are national, meaning what, you, what you're saying is, hey, I'm all over the country. Do I really need to go down the street? Well, if you go down the street with people who are also over the, all over the country, yeah, number one. But number two is there's ancillary benefits. There's, there's things like, you know, what if you were asked to stand up each week and define your target market? What if you got to meet other people from all these industries that could give you ancillary benefit? 
So to me, I think the biggest benefit of any network, not just BNI, but getting out and meeting other people is, you know, you, you come to, for referrals, but you leave with, with so much more. And, and it's, it's a shame when people automatically assume they know what they're going to get and what they should expect. We're always surprised with what comes from networking. Yeah, and yeah, just as a matter of looking at the pillars that you've created for yourself and trying to understand if you feel like you've got something strong in this section of what the totality of your approach should be, then good for you. But if you don't, then you really have to evaluate and ask yourself if you're not leaving things on the table that shouldn't probably be left a chance in some instance. You got it. And it's a great time to ask a question. 2018 is literally days away. So think about uh, your new year. Uh, marketing and networking, this is a good time to do it. Absolutely. So uh, I want to p- pivot and kind of get a little bit of background. So uh, I find it somewhat remarkable that you co-authored a book with what I call the godfather of networking. So, um, you know, I literally, when I knew we were going to get together, that, that's been the sticking question for me is like, how, how did you find yourself to the place where you were going to write a book with Dr. Ivan Meisner? Yeah. So it's like anything else. It's a uh, wonderful serendipitous series of events that uh, leads to these great chances and opportunities. Back what I said, I've never been given anything more than just uh, opportunity and and the, the common sense to go through that door. BNI is an organization that that combines, you know, 70 countries. And for years, I was seeing Dr. Meisner at 19, actually, and I'll show my age. I need to update my bio. 40 under 40 and 12 is getting a little dated. (laughs) (laughs) But when I was 19, uh, which I'm now 39, showing my age, um, 20 years ago, I used to see Meisner, Dr. Meisner at uh, conferences. And he was so, you know, revered. And he's getting standing ovations from the front of the room from people all over the globe. And it was just, I was in awe. I was literally in awe. And um, as the years went by, I metaphorically and literally got a little closer to him just because uh, I started growing up within the the company and started making a name for myself. But the big thing that that allowed me that was when we started doing more training and development under under his other company, which was Referral Institute, now Ascentive. I went from a crowd of, you know, hundreds and thousands to a crowd of 40 and 50. Right. And there's a, here's a great, um, uh, lesson for anyone listening. If you can get any of your, uh, what would be future partners or, or even mentors in a, in a, from a large room to a small room, that's that's idea number one. Well, I started flying to these conferences where Dr. Meisner was in the room and I got to spend more time with them. The combination of that and my just blogging, um, a lot of times people say, did you ever set out to write a book? I didn't. I just set out to write 500 to 750 words per month and do some blogging like you appreciate, right? You'd help with people with that. And, and over a couple of years, next thing you know, I turned around and I say, wow, I've got, you know, a lot of content here. So those things combined. So I've now got a relationship with Dr. Meisner on a closer level and I've got content. And I remember vividly getting on the plane, flying to Petaluma, California, north of San Francisco. I had put together the beginnings of a manuscript. I gave it a title. I walk into the room. Uh, I knew I was going to ask this question. I walked up to, to, to Ivan at the time and I said, hey, I know you're a busy guy. I know you get a lot of asks, but I've got one and I'd love to get your opinion on this manuscript. And incidentally, if you're interested in co-authoring it, uh, this is a book that I'd love to share with you. I've already done a lot of legwork. So he kind of smiles and says, all right. And he says, do me a favor, send it to me. And Roger, I had it behind my back. Literally. 
I, he says, send it to me. And I said, I smiled and I said, okay. And I reach around and I hand it to him. He, he, he starts laughing and he said, all right, I get it. I get it. He said, do me a favor. Give me, give me these. We're here for three days. Give me those few days. And I'll go ahead and let you know, honestly, if, if A, it's any good and B, if I'm willing to co-author it with you. So I said, fair enough. No sooner than he sits down, we start the session. Somebody starts speaking. I see him over there. He's with a, with a red pen. He's uh, making notes on it. Right. Uh, and I'm like, where does this guy get a red pen? At? <laughs> right. so he's, he's making notes, comes up to me afterwards, um, right after the break, makes a beeline back. And I thought, <clears throat> uh Oh, he says, uh, this is not trademarked. I wouldn't say this. I would say that. Do this, do that. And he's taking me through it. And of course, I'm thinking he's going to say good luck. He hands it back to me and says, uh, it's good premise. I'd like to do it with you if you're, if you're interested. And, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a turning moment in my life and the rest is history. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And, and you know, the, to, from the perspective of what you said, twice now in, in what you've mentioned about yourself is you would never have felt the confidence to go do what you did had you not put in all the time and effort and energy up until that point to give you the confidence to know that you had something, right? And uh, there's lots of people I think that have lots of really great ideas but aren't willing to make that investment in time and effort and energy in order to be able to stand at that moment and say, I'm ready. It's time. And so, so kudos, right? I mean, none of, we always say it's the, um, it's the, uh, overnight sensation 10 years in the making, right? That's right. And that, That's that, right. that has a lot to do with it. And they also say the luck, uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get, Absolutely. Uh, is a phrase I've heard too. So, um, I know you, you, you've got more good stuff, but let me leave you, let me leave, uh, this topic with one great point, And that is, it was, it was advice given to me. Um, Hey, Content is king. If you have any sensation, I know you got entrepreneurial people, sales-oriented people, whatever on the phone. Just start writing once a month and set a minimum goal for yourself that by the end of that month, it doesn't matter what happens. You got to get at least 500 or 1,000 words on paper or figuratively on paper and then uh, create that habit. And after two to three years, uh, guess what you have? You've got enough content to uh, start piecing together, but uh, just start writing. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step, right? So, and I, I would say even for me, I, I, the premise that you just described was one that was lingering with me for far longer than the time I actually started writing. And, and what I found that I really needed to do for myself was I actually had to physically schedule time on my calendar for mm-hmm. your writing right now. For the next yeah. 30 minutes, you're just writing. And it doesn't matter what you write. It doesn't matter what you write about, but you're writing and you're not going to do anything else for those 30 minutes. And once I started doing that, it gave me the discipline necessary in order to have it actually turn into things that I felt comfortable letting other people see. Right? Yeah. And, yep. But, you know, that journey didn't start for me until I made that commitment. So, again, as we're talking about 2018, perhaps that might be something someone can make a commitment to themselves around. Yep. For sure. All right. So I I have a premise uh, when it comes to authors and that books are often written to fill or to solve an unsolved need. So what what was that moment for you? What where were you? What happened that you said, I got to write a book about this? Yes. 
So, um, 2016, 2017, 2018, I, I, I'm on the phone after uh, the c- completion of this recording with a, uh, a company that's going to talk to me about doing uh, a couple of, uh, breakouts at a national convention for their company. And I, and, and this is what I'm so passionate about continuing to share. And that is the premise of avoiding the networking disconnect. So the avoiding the networking disconnect book essentially begs the question, and I'll ask you, Roger, you'll be you'll be a great person to bounce this off of. Um, if you went to an event, if you brought your business cards, if you are networking at a chamber or a trade association or BNI or whatever, first time there, you meet 50 people in the room, you've never seen any of them before, it is 100% a new crowd, you walk up to someone, you start sharing what you do, they start sharing what they do. Uh-huh. Um, then they say to the following um, thing, and they say, oh, Roger, I, I'm so glad you're here. I know exactly what you do. In fact, I need it. So can you help me? I'm, I'm interested in becoming a, becoming a client, and I'm ready to start really right away. Be honest. You, you, would you be happy about that, and would you probably move forward at uh, taking on that new business? Um, uh, I'd be stupid not to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm talking to the right guy. However, so that's one thing. You you were there and you found a piece of business and, hey, I showed up and something happened for me. Take a quick time out. Pivot. Turn around. Next thing you know, you meet a financial planner or an attorney or a whatever, and they tell you what they do. Now, keep in mind, you've never met them before, but you are also in the market. You need them. Would you be willing to – let's go with financial planner route. Would you be willing to take your rollover of millions of dollars or whatever the number is – and let that person handle your finances having just met them. No, of course not. <laughs> you, have just le- you have just learned what the networking disconnect is. Here's the, here's the networking disconnect. Everybody at events and networking events is pretty much ready, willing to sell, but guess what they're not ready and willing to do? Right. To invest and make in bank relationships is more important. Sure. Absolutely. Right. So networking and here's what we know. Networking and sales are two different things. What most people approach networking about is the idea that it is face to face. Well, cold calling. Yeah. And sales managers and business owners are extremely hasty and they want to go out and make sales when they should be creating relationships. Yeah. So what I, what I talk about in the book is first and foremost, um, is the three or four parts. Here it is. Ready? Number one, focus in before stepping out. The first thing that you should do before you network is not nothing, outside at least. You should be focusing on, to your point, your personal brand, your messaging. Um, what Simon Sinek talks about is you know the why, uh, what is your passion statement, who are you. Fact matter is is that a lot of people uh, you know may blame organizations like BNI for their lack of success. Hey, BNI is not responsible for creating business for people that do not have good personal brands and good value propositions. So don't go anywhere. Don't network with anyone until you've created a really good package. And guess what? That package is you. And that's what we talk about in the first part of the book. From there, we go into identifying the right target markets, the right contact spheres, the right networks. Uh, After that, the book talks about um, understanding the philosophy of giver's gain and and giving to receive and ways you can make deposits. Uh, And then the very end, talks about how to receive and how to get the right referrals. But you know what's interesting? My book and our book talks about how to get good referrals last right. because all those other things have to happen first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, um, there, there, uh, there's a specific listener 
in in that my listenership his name is Kirby Hossman and I, I, he's going crazy right now because <laughs> your your content and his content in many ways overlap and the messaging is is very very similar and it's it's nice to know that um, we we have a tendency in the group community that I participate in to speak to one another instead of speaking to people from outside of our sphere of influence so it's nice to bring you on and have you espouse what you just espoused because it is so consistent with what a lot of people I know in, in my community are trying to do. So it's, it's nice mm-hmm. to hear that there are other pillars outside of our four walls that are espousing the same philosophies and, and seeking that same kind of tribe. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would say in a lot of ways when it comes to really what we're discussing around mm-hmm. BNI, it, it is, it's, it's community and it's tribe and it's feeling comfortable in knowing what you have to contribute to a group and then mm-hmm. going and finding that group of people that you want to surround yourself with in order to be able to make that contribution. So I applaud you for what you're doing. And I, th- I think the book is a great reminder to people or uh, perhaps for someone who's just starting that kind of journey for themselves, a way to have actionable outcomes towards getting to the, to the same place that we're describing. So uh, I give you all the credit in the world, man. Well, thank so, you, brother. So, uh, g- given your proclivity for taking these concepts to the people, should someone from the listenership be interested in having you do so? How might someone find their way to you in, in that capacity? Yeah, so in this might sound uh, like something I should say or the PC or the, uh, you know, that, that trite thing that people say, hey, re- go to my blog. I do podcasts. Uh, listen. Share. Not, some of them are good. Some of them are not as good. I'll admit. Um, read. Get my book. Um, get Dr. Meisner's books. Read. Share. Uh, Google. You'll find us. If nothing else, get some of our inexpensive, if not free content and just immerse yourself in, in better networking. If I can help you further, of course, I'd love to help. And the best way to reach me is brennanscanlon.com. Um, on there is the section that says contact me. It'll send me a, uh, a quick little message and I'd love to have a conversation with you. Awesome. awesome. I love it. Great job, man. It's this uh, holiday season. I'm always super energized by having discussions about interpersonal relationships. It's the most important time of the year to have them. And it's typically when you get to celebrate them if you've done a good job in cultivating them. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we had a chance to get on and talk about it, man. And uh, I'm sh- be sure to have you back on again sometime soon. Well, it sounds great. And uh, I'm happy to share this with my network. So let's talk and uh, I'll see if I can't do that giver's game thing and put you into the four walls that I belong to. There so let's go. have that conversation too. Awesome, man. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, Roger. Bye now.